pillows. <laughs> pillows. <laughs> the right pillow is hard to find. Oh. I mean, it really is true. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I agree with that. I agree with We've that. struggled with pillows. I'm recording just first to warm up. We've, <laughs> okay. struggled, with, we've struggled with pillows um, in our bedroom. Okay. Like, but we found some that we like. But we I, have many different kinds. Actually. How often do you change your pillows? That's a great question. <laughs> I, think, I think you're supposed to change them like every couple of years. I yeah. Think. But we hadn't changed our pillows. Like we had literally one pillow that was like, like you pick it up and it was just like all in like splotches. Mm. You know, and I was like, Sheldon, we have to get a new pillow. He's like, but I'm used to this one. I was like, we've had this pillow for like since we lived in Hell's Kitchen like 10 years ago. See, I have these therapeutic, like those those harder, cushiony yeah. pillows, and then I put the familiar pillow on top of it, so I get the support of the, and yeah. then I have my original pillow that oh, I'm like, I love that pillow. Yeah, but I do replace them too. I inherited a lot of pillows from my grandparents when they, oh. I know when they when they we're big like reuse the pillows, so like my my childhood bed at my grandparents, I got the pillows. It was weird. Like pillows that you used to sleep or just for de- decoration? On no, like I used to sleep on. Oh. oh, fascinating. Yeah. I still have one of them, but I don't use it. It sits in a storage space. Got it. Like That's... if you slept over, you'd probably use that pillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, at my parents' house, they have like body pillows, you know, full body. Did they like, always have these? I don't know, but when I've been home, like and stayed in their guest room, that's what you have. But you didn't have those growing up? No, no. So, but that's like, I love that because I'll just sort of like cuddle that all night. You know what I mean? And that's a good way to go. And you can, you can, you can cuddle it and lay on the, yeah, on the top. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like that. And it's the right body temperature for me, which just has no Very important. Very important. Okay. Um, I'll just pop Bitch. Jesus. <laughs> this is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is all I want to do is talk about Madonna. <laughs> Album six. Track eight. <laughs> Thief of Hearts. got some of the best dance production on the whole thing. Wow. Okay. I do. I think okay. it's fantastic. Elaborate. I just think there's so the the, the it, it was one of the first songs I think that he brought to Madonna as part of that little tape and it 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 has just so for a song that is so silly and and kind of petty there's so much going on musically and production-wise in it. I mean, there's those bells, there's that yes. chugging train, there's all kinds of things going on, and they're trying all kinds of things with Madonna's voice. She's rapping, she's chanting, she's singing, she's talking. 
Yeah, well, I, I agree with you for sure that the song kind of encapsulates all of the late 80s, early 90s dance house song, tropes and sounds into one track. It's frenetic and it's busy and... Um I think the production on it's fabulous. I really do. I agree. Um, I also happen to love the lyrics, and I love... This is the first time that I can recall, please correct me if I'm wrong, Yeah, that she's talking to a woman, specifically. Yeah. And a woman who's stolen her man. We don't. We haven't had a song like this yet, like a song like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've heard some bitter songs before, some songs where she's been betrayed or hurt by somebody, but mm. not a song as aggressive as this. And one where she's like, again, talking about specifically about a woman. It's definitely a new side of Madonna. This is the petty, covetous, she's jealous, she's insecure. Um, I don't remember there being a, a, a this version of Madonna before on record. And I think that that, and it show it's a really like human side of her. And like we talked about with waiting, this is another song where she's reaching, she's reached, she's singing about somebody else yeah. while showing us her feelings. And it, it is, I think, I think it is the, 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 the first song that's about that's sung to a woman, but it's a, a competitive woman. Yes. It's not one of her, it's not her sisters. It's not, you know, any of those, those kinds of, of, of yeah, like I mean, solidarity moments. No, she's like, which leg do you want me to break? <laughs> and, and that's the thing about it. I'm kind of like, oh, Madonna, because like the song's all about the woman. She never mentions the guy. Like, where is the mention of the guy? That's what has always boggled me about this song. And I went through the lyrics too before our conversation, and she never talks about the guy. No. The lyrics are just so like, oh, Madonna. But I love that about it. And and the thing is, it is a new side of her, but as with a lot of this album, it's like, oh, this is exactly what I thought Madonna was, which is part of exactly. the story of oh. this album. You know? Yeah. No, Ela no, 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 elaborate. No, just that like, you know, I think this is actually part of the Rolling Stone review of the album says this. It's like, oh, finally the album that people have threat believed that she's been making all along, like this cold, calculated, bitchy, you know, woman, spiteful, you know, just totally just a bitch, you know, and that here she plays into all of it. And I think this song totally builds onto that idea of like Madonna as queen bitch and like, and that she will hurt you if you get in her way. Yes. Yes. I mean, that, that, that was, you're so right about that because it, it, it is, it, it, it's the first time that people, well, I had this suspicion about Madonna. Oh, she is totally like that. And for better or for worse, I think that that Madonna embraces kind of the public persona and plays on it in this song in this way that I, I wish I wish the humor was more tongue-in-cheek and fun because I don't think people took it as a humorous. Do you think she meant it as kind of a of a of a funny? Oh, totally. And and it it doesn't play like that. No, I mean, I think it's like, you know, she's singing like full in a room full of her queens, like all the backup dancers, and they're like laughing hysterically. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, but that, no, it comes off like she's really means it if you don't get her sense of humor or the world she's in. I think that's totally true. Um, 
but I do think the lyrics are kind of great. Here she comes acting all de- all dejected. So you give advice and she gives you her poison. Now that I love. That's that's Here probably she a great comes one. little Miss Black Widow. Oh, I forgot. First about- she spins her web and she's stealing your boyfriend. I love I love the lyric. She thinks she gets respect if she screws. <laughs> that's my favorite. And that and that I've heard I've heard women say not in that Definitely, it, it's a. This song is also a template that she returns to again and again. Of like, um, what about me? She, you know, you you're you're being distracted by this new flavor. She's not me. Yeah, she's not me. And um, this is definitely superior to she's not me. Oh, you see, I actually love she's not me too. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to hard candy. Why but, yeah. do you love? What is this about? Like the insecurity. I hate insecure. Like I'm just still cool too. What you mean? What do you mean? You I like, just I I don't. What is it about this this side of her that you love oh, so much? I just think. Well, I find it really funny. I okay. I like the um, aggression in it. I like that she's also like, you know, oh, you stole my boyfriend, and now I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, I just think that that's funny. Like, and I also just think she really goes for it. Like when she's like thief of yeah. heart, you know, uh, and then the rap there. <laughs> oh God! One of my favorite raps of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You'll do it. You'll, You'll take, take it. it. You'll fake it. I'll do I'm, it. You'll take it. You're over. You can't take it. I just think that, uh, you know, I, I, for me, it's the, as as much as it, it's a charging, like it's the danciest song on the second half of the record. And I do feel like it, we need something like it. Um, I wish it was about something else. I don't know. <laughs> I don't mind it in the in the you know in the scheme of erotica. It's a fun it's a fun place to go. You yeah. know, like- and thematically, it's very dark and it's very much in in mood. Um, this is a song that was ripe for remixes, and I I don't know why mm. people haven't remixed it more. It it didn't get any remixes. Yeah, I mean, I feel that way about this and words, which is the next track we're yeah. going to like. Both of those songs should have been like on the dance floor all the time, but no, there's nothing. Yeah, and 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 I think part of that may be that we that people are already out of steam by the time they got to this part of the record. Yeah, 
and and weren't appreciating it for for what it is. I also I was cure I was thinking to myself what would this have gone at what would have been a good B what, how would this have been a, a good B side? Like which of the track would it have been a good deeper and deeper B side mm. where it was these two like raving raves? Mm-hmm. And I just yeah, it doesn't quite fit with anything. No. I mean, it's not really a single. You know, I wouldn't it would have been a, a shocking single. Though it would have been oh really my, a great video. Good god. Um Good God. Uh, but, oh, you know, and so uh, I do want to address, like, that there were rumors that this song was about someone specifically. Who? Well, there were two stories. Okay. Neither you know which, me. I don't like to listen to I know, I know. rumors and trash. Neither of these, I think, are true. Okay. Um, or maybe there's a third, too. So Kenny's I'll, I'll pulling out a, a star magazine <laughs> from 1992. The National Enquirer <laughs> said in 1992. Um, May 1992. Here we go. Madonna was caught Item. canoodling in Miami <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> Who's jet set? It was one of those anonymous. <laughs> Who's the blonde, bleach blonde jet set who's been seen in LA? Canoodling in an Italian bistro because she always likes going yes. for Italian. <laughs> Having pizza but not eating it. Um, uh, okay, no. So, um, okay. So the first one is uh, Robin Wright. That people say that, wow. that it's about Robin Wright because okay. she says in some interview around this time that she had seen a scene with the two of them on screen. I guess Sean Penn and Robin Wright did some film together. I don't know. Yeah. And that they were making love and that she was very upset about it. Mm. And that, but that doesn't make sense to me because that was so long ago. But then again, this is just from her notebook. So maybe these were lyrics she wrote at some point when she was bitter about it. Yeah. The other one, which is closer maybe to true, but I'm not really sure it is either, is Annette Benning. Because apparently the story is that Warren Beatty was filming Bugsy with Annette Benning while Madonna and he were still together. And that Annette Benning and Warren Beatty fell in love on set and maybe Madonna was friendly with Annette at some point. And I only think that may be interesting because of the Little Miss Black Widow is could be a reference to uh, grifters, but I don't really think so. Um, but I think that's another interesting one that it could be. And then the third one is that it could be um, that she's sort of taking the opposite of her, that it's that she's singing to herself, like that somebody's singing the song to her, like uh-huh. she's that th- like Madonna's really the thief of hearts, and that she stole Sandra Bernhardt's best friend Ingrid away from her. And that that maybe now, now I- see, hold the phone, Kenny Finkel. If that is the case. I am so in love with Thief of Hearts. If that is the case, if she has flipped the script and she is singing to herself and she is the Black Widow, I am so in on this song. I will take back everything I have said that I don't like if that is the case (laughs) because that makes it a brilliant song. A Rashomon moment for me. I mean, I don't really think it is, but I like the idea of it. I mean, because the lyrics, here she comes, Little Miss thinks she can have his child, but anybody can do it. So that doesn't really make sense with the Sandra Ingrid thing. Well, she does. And and, and there's that moment in the Jonathan um, Ross interview where she says, do you think you could have done what Annette Bening did for Warren Beatty? And she goes, yeah, I could have had his kid. That could have been me. And then she fakes cries. I remember that Mm. being a very telling moment. Mm -hmm. And she seems by that point over it. Yeah, I think she is. I mean, 
I tend to think this, not that this is an assignment song for Madonna, but that it may be amalgamation of a whole bunch of feelings or like the lyric, the sound of the, the song made her think like, oh, we should write a song like this. You and know? again, she's been, she was working on this in the summer of 1991 when she was, yeah. when she was shooting A League of Their Own. This was one of those songs. So chances are the, the, the lyrics for it were in her journal from late 90, early 91. Right. So you, it could be about Gina Davis. No, or Lori Petty. <laughs> no, it's probably about Deborah Winger because oh, Deborah Winger refused Deborah to do the movie because Madonna was in it. Well, you know that Penny Marshall stole one of Madonna's boyfriends. Did you know that? What? I'm kidding. What? No, I want to go back to Ingrid and Sandra Burr. I oh, think that's yeah. that is the way I want to remember well, this. I mean, I, Ingrid I think Cesaris. When we, yeah, it's a funny way to think of it. I mean, I think when we get to. Um, uh, something to remember. One more chance. Apparently, is actually Madonna singing as Ingrid. Wow, but I may be wrong about that too. Somebody, somebody's going to call in or email us. Oh, oh I've got all. Com- we're, we're getting. Thank you for your comments. By the way, we love hearing from our our, our listeners. Yeah, because you guys know your shit. Yeah, because as we get more and more, you know, further along in the um, chronology, like. There's so many things yeah. that, like, yeah. So it's great when we hear from people. Let us know because this is a conversation, and you know, we want we want everyone to be a part of it. But we're just having our conver- We're continuing the conversation over and over again. <laughs> I'm so into this theory, though. I can't stop thinking about it now. It's like my mind is blowing because, and I I love the idea of Madonna taking writing about herself and being somebody outside of herself singing to her. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, Mark, there's one last thing that we need to check in on Thief of Hearts, and it is the version of Thief of Hearts that is on the rain tapes. Now, we don't oh. reference the rain tapes a lot because they're not the official recordings, and we're here for the official recordings. These were the demos. Yeah. But this demo of Thief of Hearts has a really funny final, like, 30 seconds that I think are worth Noting and hearing. She, uh, Madonna sings uh, a few lines. She riffs, she doesn't sing the actual lines, but riffs on the classic Peter, Paul, and Mary song, If I Had a Hammer. <laughs> Let's listen to a little snippet of that right now. <laughs> I mean, the thing that gets me the most is that all the laughing at the end. Oh, the laughing is the best part. That's the only part of it I wanted to keep. I'm like, she sounds like she's having a ball. And um, Peter, Paul, and Mary, I I love this version because uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary's greatest hits album, which has Puff the Magic Dragon on it um, and it leaving on a jet plane, one of my favorite songs of all time, and If I Had a Hammer, was a childhood uh, staple in my house. So, like, to hear If I Had a Hammer, kind of woven into this song kind of was wacky and um, yeah. strange yeah. and random. And she sang it again in at um, the Washington Square Park yes, show yes. Uh, in 2016. That but weird, not, that right. like two nights before the election. Oh yeah, remember she ri- like ran into the park with, <laughs> with David and did this like as if this was going to save us from... Uh, the inevitability of what was to come. Um, But she did. She sang If I Had a Hammer Again. So this must be like a childhood song for her. Well, I also think it it funnily, you know, it connects to her 
folk. She has this folk artist inside of her that comes out every once in a while. And, and yeah. but it's funny that it came out in this, in this place. It's just, it's just worth noting in it. And it also points to the humor of the song, which we've highlighted throughout. Exactly. And I, and I think um, it, uh, the, the thing about the rain tapes uh, that's really intriguing is you get a sense of what the mood was like in the studio on, on a lot of the songs. And um there is that sense of play. Yeah. And I, and I feel like um, the thing that always gets buried about erotica is how playful so much of it is yep. because of the production, because of the reception, all of that stuff. And, and this, the, there it's the, the laughter is just, I want to bottle it up. I think it's I so funny. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love her to do this live. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of feel like she has the energy for it right now. Like she's, maybe it's just, the way her face looks now, she always looks like she has resting bitch face more than she used to, you know? So it's always like, I expect her to be like, stop, bitch. Now sit your ass down. Oh, God. All that breaking glass. I'm like, Jesus. (laughs) At least there's no gunshots. Amen to that, brother. Amen to that. Till next time. Sit your ass down.